Today's episode has been brought to you by Zapendo. Zapendo gives the power to manage contracts, edit them on the fly, send free signatures, manage expirations, alerts, and more. All unlimited. Try it today and get 15% off your first purchase. Just use coupon code VINCE1076. That's capital V, lowercase I-N-C-E, 1076. Hi there, my name is Vince Salerno, and welcome to the Vince Salerno Podcast. Looking for a place to get your weekly filmmaker fix? Well, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, I discuss the latest in movie news, such as trailers, rumors, and more. I also discuss trends in the film industry and give my own insight as a filmmaker with special guests that are friends and film fans alike. So grab your popcorn and a nice cold drink, sit back and relax, because the Vince Salerno podcast starts right now. Everybody, welcome to the Vince Salerno podcast. This is episode 57. I'm your host, Vince Salerno, just a filmmaker talking films. And today we're talking about a very, very special film, if you cannot tell by the image behind me. <laughs> that didn't work like I expected. Spider Man, No Way Home. <laughs> we are finally going to talk about this movie. Uh, I've been playing this review for quite some time. I didn't not want to talk about it, uh, but I had to wait for a very special friend of mine to be ready. Uh, she is a actress. She's a director. She's a writer. She's a producer. She's one of the most talented people I know. She's one of my best friends on this planet. Shelby Turner Aww. has returned to the Vince Salerno podcast. <laughs> oh, Vinny, thank you. I'm so glad to be back. And I think the last time I was on, we talked about Spider-Man. So this is a big deal for me. I'm like really excited to be back. I think we were talking about Homecoming. <laughs> yes, yes. And now we uh, are back. Now we're rounding it out by, uh, you know, talking about the final chapter and skipping what I thought was the worst Spider-Man movie ever, which was Far From Home. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what did you What did you think of Far From Home? I don't know if I ever asked you. I think I think um, it was definitely like I can see why you say that because it's kind of it. It was more exposition. It was kind of like the you know we needed more information in order to get to this you know. Um, so it's it's not like the whole MCU where we had like. 38 movies to get to Endgame where they had to kind of do it but I actually thought it was fun I love Jake Gyllenhaal I really liked him in that that role um but yeah it was just another Spider-Man movie you know so yeah for me it it was it was a it was an okay film I don't think it was like did any commit any cardinal sins or anything I just thought for what they were doing with the character I just felt it was going in the wrong direction. I didn't, I didn't like what they did with Mysterio being a f- complete fake out and he ends the movie with his costume being a motion capture suit in a computer bubble. I just thought that was the worst costume de- decision ever. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like, it's so lame. It's like, you give him this epic comic book accurate suit 
yeah create it for a motion capture suit it's like they called but, it the circus they're like hey can we borrow one of your suits <laughs> but like oh, the yeah, smart technology that was cool that was cool how they used like how they kind of integrated the likes the stark avengers like world with yeah. the comic book i think that was a good way to mend the two but i totally see what you're saying I, I just think, yeah i i yeah. think i i'm not i was just kind of turned off by the oh, we need to integrate, make every Spider-Man villain a Tony Stark, like, adversary as well. Yeah, Someone yeah. who's, like, corrupting their legacy. Because like, I got, I understood with the Vulture why they did it. It made sense, but it's like, okay, you're doing the same thing, but different. Yeah. Um, I also just didn't like, like, setting. I, I just didn't think that the plot was too, it was, I didn't feel like it was appropriate given where we were with the last time we saw Spider-Man mm. in Endgame. Um, it was just, I just, to yeah. me, it didn't work, but. I can see that. It, this movie, No Way Home, I think does something for me that I very, very few sequels tend to do for me. It makes me at least understand what they were trying to do with No Way, Far From Home and why that chapter was the way it was. Yeah. Because um, like the trilogy, if you look at it from, you know, beginning to end there is a clear path of what they're trying to do, I think. Totally, totally. Like the first film was um, Peter Parker wanting to, you know, be Spider-Man without necessarily relying on, uh, you know, Tony Stark to define him as Spider-Man. Um, right. And the second film was, was, you know, about him being on his own or, you know, in, in the figurative sense, far from home and right. having to rise up um, himself as Spider-Man, take on that responsibility. And then this film is really like hitting home, like, like if, if this whole trilogy was like a long origin trilogy, as opposed to just one film being the origin, like by the end of this series, this trilogy, he's the Spider-Man that we all know and love. Yeah, no, yeah. So they they did a good job with that. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do with this review is what I typically do with reviews. We'll talk about uh, first the story, the cast, and the characters, and then we'll talk about the craftsmanship of the movie, and then our final thoughts. Um, because it's been so long, I don't think we need to really do like a preamble of like non-spoiler thoughts or anything like that. Um, if you've seen them, if, if, if guys, it's been a month. You've seen the movie yeah. or you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, like tomorrow it'll have been officially a month since the movie's been out. So. Oh, that's true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If, so if you haven't seen it, well, wait, did it come out the 15th or the 17th? Now I'm confused. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, whatever. It's been about a month. So yeah, if you've seen it, you know we're going to talk about it. If you haven't seen I it, mean, well, then I don't know if why. If you're on the internet, I'm sure you've seen a spoiler. So, yeah. you know, it's like, that's why I, I had to go see this movie opening weekend because I was like, I'm not letting, this is like the ultimate movie for me. I can't let this get spoiled. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So Shelby, let's, um, I guess before we get into the story, let's just talk about what we thought about the film. So Shelby, let's start with you. What did what did you think of the movie? Uh, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Like I, that's the most fun I've had in a theater in a long time. Like then again, 
it's kind of you know we didn't have theaters for a while and then like the movies that were coming out were like dune so <laughs> you know but no like jungle cruise came out that was good but for some reason this movie i mean i just love marvel and spider-man is one of always been one of my favorite superheroes and there was so much hype behind it that i was like i just i can't wait and it was so good what they did was was very good. I do have my certain things that I'm a little bit of throw at you that I'm a little disappointed about, but I do love this movie. It is so great. It's so nice. great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you right there. I think this is the best Spider-Man movie they've made so far. Uh and not just in the fact that they managed to, I'm sure you've they managed to fit three Spider-Men into the movie and and it's not only a celebration of uh marvel but it's a celebration of spider-man and mm -hmm. his legacy in film at, to this point yeah the movie works as i mean yes you you go in and you think like oh this is going to be like a cameo nostalgia fest because it's the original spider-man villains and some original spider-man characters coming into this universe but they really treat them like like characters and not they're not yeah. like cut out carbon cheesy copies of like oh we're bringing back doc ock here's doc ock yeah. no, uh, and he's like on. cracking the same jokes and the same lines i mean there's a little bit of that in this but it feels like it almost feels like this is the spiritual finale to those previous spider-man trilogies or series because those those never really had a proper ending i mean spider-man 3 i guess you could say had its proper ending but like toby Mag or andrew garfield's spider-man universe like that never had an end yeah um, and this feels like a spiritually like a, a chance yeah. for us to revisit that and kind of tie up loose ends with both of those totally. versions and it feels like an end to this era of spider-man in film not just mm -hmm. for the previous movies but for this current trilogy and for tom holland's spider-man yeah, um, I totally and the, agree. Yeah, and the way, and, and just really quick, the way they um, integrate, the thing that makes this movie the best Spider-Man movie, in my opinion, is that it gets to the heart of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. Uh, and I guess we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, I loved it. I, 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5. I don't say that for a lot of movies. Um, and I think this movie is a very rare 10 out of 10, five out of five perfect film. I really don't have any complaints with it, uh, especially the nostalgia stuff, which could have gone either way, you know? Yeah, totally. So I, I wanna know, what are your, what were the little gripes that you were teasing about? Okay, so the, the best stuff was honestly having the three all together. Like, I mean, the whole buildup was so awesome like those teaser trailers and like just those little bits like even you know like if you the Willem Dafoe like kind of uh like Green I mean, Goblin the, like the, the bomb coming out and you're like no way because you already see like Doc Ock and he's and you're uh -huh. like ah oh. so when you actually like saw it in the theater it was like no way we're actually doing this because I mean we knew it's so funny too like after the fact I told myself like going into the theater like okay, 
No, I'm going to like expect disappointment otherwise. So I don't get disappointed. Yeah, and I was like, honestly, like, okay, no, there's no way they're not going to do all three Spider-Man. Like, cause I've been binge watching, uh, Andrew Garfield and like Toby Maguire interviews and like <laughs> seeing how they act and stuff. And I was like, you're right. Like, there's no way they're going to actually put all three, but I'm like, hello. They put all the other actors, all the other villains from both movies why would they not have these three yeah exactly so but when they actually came out it was like this is the best and those were the best like if those scenes is what made this movie the best spider-man movie ever like actually seeing the three of them but also like you said like andrew garfield plays spider-man so intimately and different than like toby Maguire does but they're all so good so yes i will have to i just had to agree with you there but what they did that really angered me was dr strange is one of my all-time favorite superheroes dr strange i love oh, you i'm so okay. glad you said that because i feel like i've been and I, I i didn't know you felt that way about dr strange yes i love him it's it's iron man all the way oh Doctor Strange. I, I told you this 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 woman is <laughs> shelby turner is amazing <laughs> <laughs> and then Black Panther for me and then Spider-Man like those who have always been like my favorites I love Spider-Man he's kind of like a given like in there like you know I can't pick I don't know where he goes but he's like a given favorite yeah. but anyway so Dr. Strange let's make it down for a second because I'm actually wanting to ask you because okay this whole spell thing and like this reckless behavior that we're seeing from him is totally different from his character arc from when we last saw him in Endgame. So I'm like, why, why, why? You're acting like the exact same Doctor Strange we saw like in your first movie. Like, I don't understand why you're being cocky and kind of being like, oh, uh, like, oh, we can do this really dangerous spell. Oh, and I forgot to tell you like all these other things, like a genie, you know, it's like, oh, by the way, huh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna remember you. And then by the end of the movie, he's like, oh, I'm so hurt that I'm not going to remember you when like, you know, it's just kind of inconsistent. And when we watched it, um, I was just like, what? Wait, what? You know, I mean, we're supposed to be in like suspended belief by the end of like, this is the only way, but it's like, it's not. <laughs> in my opinion, like he could have done the same spell, you know, and just been like, all right, everybody who knew I was Spider-Man before still needs to know that could have happened. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Oh, wow. Um, well, so I think that um, if we look back at Doctor Strange in the previous movies, like, yeah, he has, a, he has an arc in the first film that is kind of him realizing, like, deciding to take on a higher calling and a, a right. role of self-sacrifice right. as the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Um, but as we see in uh, Infinity War, and kind of an endgame, I guess not really, but especially in, in Infinity War, he kind of has an ego battle with Tony Stark. Well, yeah. And, um, you know, both of them think they're that both, he, Yeah, they they're both think that, that they know <laughs> what the best course of action is to stop yeah. Thanos or to protect the, the, the time stone. Right. Um, so I don't think that um, Strange necessarily uh, grew out of his maybe his uh, ability to, or his, his thought process that he thinks that he knows what's best. 
Yeah, no, that's um, fine. That totally makes sense. And I, yeah. I do kind of see the like, oh, okay, like, uh, <laughs> like that was. It's like when, when, when Wong is like, nah, you'd probably just screw it up. And he's just right. like, you know what? You just inspired a great idea. I know right. in my basement, I keep a little cylinder where I can cast a spell that'll make you forget. And right. He's just like, yeah, I got this. Of course I got this. And it's like, no, doing that little jab, it's like, yeah, he has to kind of do it um, just to show Wong that he's wrong. Right. No, like, and that is, that is congruent with his character. But right. then the whole, like, you know, he's like, he already says, we've saved half the world together. I think we're beyond these, like, you know? And so then all of a sudden he's like, oh, by the way, everyone's gonna forget who you are you know mm -hmm. including me and he just at that moment doesn't care it's like yeah uh, I think that doesn't I don't know that just like kind of didn't make sense to me I feel like he'd be like okay Peter this is what we're gonna do this is how this works and who like these are the conditions it's very specific so like what do you want out of this spell like you know I just feel like it was kind of like a little bit of a cheap way to move the story forward. Like, like, he, like there, it. it was easily avoided the way that <laughs> everybody forgets. Like he, you yeah, right. had him pause and say, okay, look, is there anybody you don't want me to cast this? Yeah, like including me, you know, it's like. Yeah, um, do you want the Avengers to know? Do you want like your friends to know? Do you want me to know? Okay, do you see what I mean? Like it's yeah. kind of like, seriously, you're going to cast that spell and not give Peter any conditions and then by the end we're like wait you what you know like right. in the movie I was totally in it and like didn't care about it and that's probably what most people have done you know where you're yeah. just like I'm not mad because this movie was freaking awesome right. and we got to see all of our Spider-Man but I was like so disappointed in my Doctor Strange <laughs> mm -hmm. so that's yeah, kind of yeah. I, I think it was a lapse of judgment I I, I just chalk it up to like he 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 messed up as well as Peter Peter messed up. And yeah, maybe that's better. the point. Maybe he wasn't he wasn't thinking, and he was just like you said, trying to prove to Wong like I yeah. got this, and then and he's I, like, wait. I have I a theory that I have a theory that this actually has done some irreparable damage to the multiverse. That's how we get into the multiverse of madness. Because if you watch Loki, I've oh, yeah. seen Loki, yeah. The multiverse is kind of coming undone in all different aspects. Like there's hints right. that Wanda is tampering with it to get well, the children. Well, and you know the the trailer that we get with um, Doctor Strange too. You yeah. know that's like a big, like okay, now we're into the multiverse, and it was setting that up, but it was still like for some reason it was kind of like I don't know. The whole time I was kind of like this doesn't feel like Doctor Strange. Like maybe he's a multiverse Doctor Strange right now in this mm, moment, you I've, know? I've like, heard that theory, yeah. I'm not sure, you know, but yeah, but I, I really I really think he was like one he was just really trying to prove himself to Wong. Two, he also cares for Peter and wants yeah. to just help him he's a good kid. Right. And it was just his ego getting to the best of him. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah. But like if you see all these things that are going on around the MCU with the multiverse, like Wanda tampering with it to possibly get her kids back, we don't know for sure. What happened in Loki, the what if series, and right. now Spider-Man No Way Home. It's like the multiverse is kind of coming undone in multiple last and multiple right. um parts of this universe. Right. And so I'm assuming like something major is just going to send every, send this whole thing over the edge and Dr. Strange where like I think so yeah reality is now coming undone 
because multiverses are kind of merging now. Yeah. So yeah. that's 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 where I'm at with it. Because um, yeah, also the, the 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 I think the reason why at the end he doesn't just cast the spell not forget let Ned and uh, MJ and Aunt May well not Aunt May <laughs> happy um, <laughs> remember because the the spell that they cast that was tearing apart the multiverse is, is still like contained like they didn't stop it they just contained it so it's still yeah. so and then when yeah. green goblin blows up the box it just unleashes and then it's like the only way to at that point undo it is to just, just cast the spell it. as it yeah, should yeah. Have been. that's that's the second and that's that's here. literally a hundred if anything right? you should bl blame the green goblin for blowing up the box otherwise thanks like, a lot norman Seriously, because then Doctor Strange could have, because he was trying to get it so that he could send the villains home oh, I and know. the spell would, would be reversed. Yeah, because when he came back from the Grand Canyon, he was like, actually like, whoa, this is working and what's going yeah, on? Yeah, like he was like, daily was like okay. Yeah, and I think that's why it was heartbreaking. And that's what I, exactly what you said. That's what I chalked it up to in the end where I was like, you know what? This was the only way for this to work. Otherwise, the, the movie would have a huge, like, that would be a huge plot hole. But, right. you know, I don't think it was that obvious. It was like, no, they intended to do that. And it does make sense. But it just took me a little bit of time to be like. Yeah. No, it's a valid complaint for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a valid I wonder if anybody else feels that way. Put it in the comments yeah. below. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's stinking goblin. I know. And that was so good. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah. So let, let's, 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 let's first, before we get into that. Let's just yeah. talk about the, the story. So okay. the story, as we see, is, is Mysterio um, leaks to the public that Spider-Man's real identity is Peter Parker. He becomes a menace to some, and uh, some people some people stand with him. Some people think he's a menace. Uh, he can't get into college at MIT because of this, and M Ned and MJ can't get into MIT. Um, and he, he's just kind of sick of this affecting everybody else. Yeah. And so he goes, as we said, he goes to Doctor Strange, asks him if he can cast a spell to make, to turn back time. Initially, he asks, can you go back in time and make it so that Mysterio never revealed my identity? And he says, no, but I can make people forget that you are Spider, that you are Spider-Man. And of course, casts a spell prematurely, not letting Peter know exactly what's going on. They try to change it mid-cast, and uh, it almost destroys the entire universe, but they're able to contain it. But uh they've brought in villains from the previous spider-man universes into the mcu so you have doc ock you have goblin you have electro and you have oh sandman and the lizard yes uh doc ock and green goblin from the sam Raimi films uh or doc ock green goblin and sandman from the sam Raimi films yes lizard and electro from uh the mark webb movies and uh peter and dr strange have to round up the villains and send them back to their uh their their multiverses or universes before uh the multiverse collapses yeah. um <laughs> so i think i told you from from an early on like when this story first leaked and it came out that, that we were doing a multiverse spider-man movie i was like no i don't want it I, that's I, right yeah I was right. so against this idea because i thought okay every spider-man movie has just been kind of in the mcu at least has been very gimmicky like 
Yeah, like let's put Spider Man in a night yeah. in a in a eighties John Hughes movie. Let's yeah. put Spider Man in uh, Europe, and now let's put Spider Man in the multiverse. It's like no, stop! I don't like this. Like, I, I also would pair them with like the mentors in each film. So it's like oh, doc, like Spider Man one was like him with Stark Tech. Right. Uh, Spider Man two was him with like spies and Europe and Nick Fury. And then right. this is going to be like Spider-Man and magic and Doctor Strange. It's like, no, I don't want Spider-Man and magic. I just want freaking Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. But as like, and I, I was constantly in denial of the rumors of, of a multiverse movie. And I just, I was just like, no, I don't want to do it. No. And as yeah. it went on, I grew on the idea that, well, if, if they're really bringing everybody back, it might be an exciting, fun movie. And, right. uh, you know, having seen it and obviously getting over my initial hesitation, I was surprisingly impressed at how non-magic-y uh, this movie feels. Yeah, it, oh my gosh. It, it totally. has its moments, like once the villains are there, once they've cast the spell, there are a lot of moments where it just feels like a street level Spider-Man movie. Yeah, like so grounded. Yes, yeah, I felt yeah. the same way, yeah, totally. Because like, like you know what you said about um far from home that one did feel even a little bit it was like a little too much because it was like oh nick fury suddenly this like off-world alien you know the i forget what they're yeah, called I, I hated that too that's part of the reason why i don't you know like kind of, and, they, and they kind of like just say it in the new you know that's another thing that they that marvel does a lot where they'll just be like oh just put it one sentence in there they'll get it you know like oh nick fury's been off world and you're like Oh, thanks for clearing that up for us. You yeah. know, you're like, what? <laughs> That's like a huge plot point. Like but you introduced Spider-Man to Nick Fury and he's not even the actual Nick Fury. <laughs> right, it was like, wait, what? No, like I do kind Stupid of- Talos. Yeah, that was a part of part of that movie that I kind of didn't like. But, mm. but yeah, no, I totally agree where it was like, and I think they played on that too because we, like Doc Ock was- like what is this like a clown you know you're like what yeah. this is a birthday party and it, it's like we play on that like wait there's magic here and there's this kind of so it I think the fact that we made fun of it and we like kind of in a sense broke the audience metaphorical fourth wall of like okay what are they gonna do you know it was yeah, like yeah. oh cool you you at least address that otherwise it was gonna feel a little hokey you know for sure I, th I thought they did a good job yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, like, he didn't get, like, a magic suit in the middle of the film. Like, like he, he turned one of his web shooters into a, um, into a, a relic. Yeah, in, that was in, cool. In, in Doctor Strange, um, they talk about how, like, they imbue, some magic is too powerful to contain, so they imbue it into items and those right. kind of become relics. So right. he, make, he turns his web shooter into a relic. Yeah, that, that was so cool. I that know. was actually cool. Like you said, it it was like congruent. It wasn't just like, oh, we just suddenly made these rules. You know, it was like, we know yeah. that about Dr. Strange. Well, it wasn't like Spider-Man, but he's magic now. It yeah. was like, yeah. no, spider like he's just got this one tool. It does this one thing. Right. But it. Ned is now has some kind of magic, which is very interesting. And I don't know if you've heard anything about what, you know, is in the future for Ned and I like know if I, I I don't think that we're gonna see Ned and MJ in the future movies. I, I think yeah. I think they're done. Unless Ned 
is reintroduced somehow and he gets mad because Peter didn't find him and becomes the hobgoblin and he also has magic. <laughs> That's the best idea ever. <laughs> I, I literally just came up with that. Oh so. my gosh, you know what? That actually would make sense because in the scene where, you know, Toby Maguire is like my best friend what happened to your best friend and that whole funny like awkward is like, yeah, like he died I will go crazy and friend kill friend. you and it's like what if that was a setup for him actually trying to do that but personally like with if we're looking at the business side like contracts and things like that I think honestly Tom Holland might be done um I've heard him like talk about like you know I want to kind of settle down and start a family he's been like non-stop like working constantly and so maybe he's just kind of like well but part of me thinks that they might do something with Andrew Garfield again that's my prediction I don't know but yeah. uh, the way I see it what I've heard um he's not done acting per se he's not done with Spider-Man but okay Part of, I think I, I do think he was being honest when he said things the things like I want to start a family and I want to you know think about life after acting. Yeah, um, he, he's already contracted to do another Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man Four is already happening. Okay. Um, but I think he was also lobbying for more money because this movie, like you know, this movie <laughs> I know to be one of the highest grossing films of all time, and he's just like you know i think my he's like i think my paycheck paycheck should go up a little bit and he actually got it up to like the i think it was like the six figures i read um, nice. so he got wow. like a, a big pay bump uh, well he should i mean at this point yeah he's oh my gosh i think he's gonna become like you know i mean i think this is only the beginning of his career right and he works hard you know like he, yeah, he's yeah. not just like he continues to do movies that people present him with. So that's- He's going to play Fred Astaire in a movie, so. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't hear about that. That's really yeah, awesome. Yeah. So uh, um, I do agree with you though. I think, I do think that they're going to somehow make Andrew Garfield a permanent addition to this universe. I think I if do. anything, he'll be the multiverse Spider-Man or- I, I don't think that like the rumors of like, oh, they're going to do Amazing Spider-Man 3. I don't see that happening. No, unless, I don't unless they make it a one and done movie, like like make it for the purpose of of ending the trilogy of Amazing Spider-Man uh, 2. Yeah, see, yeah, I can see that. It's actually something that I had thought like, of. Like finish that story and then still have him around. But I'll talk about my all-time favorite part of the movie like I would love to hear your like favorite ultimate part sure but for me go for it in the end of Spider-Man the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man the second one with Electro um that was so tragic and heartbreaking for me that I had to take like a week and like process I had no idea that was happening. It's like you I think that the was the first time. I remember. Remember when we watched it. I was so I was like beside myself. I was like, I, I don't understand why they did that to me. Like in all of like pretty much every superhero movie, like they always win. You know, they always save the girl. They always have a happy ending. And what they did to me with that movie, I was not expecting her to not make it. And I was like so upset and then the fact that they ended that basically they they let Andrew Garfield's character as Spider-Man have closure with saving this 
Tom Holland's universe, uh, Peter Parker. MJ, yeah. With MJ, that was my favorite part. I started crying. <laughs> I was like, I needed that closure too. <laughs> like yeah, it was yeah. so, I'm so glad they did that. So like in that sense, either if they never did another Spider-Man movie with Andrew Garfield, I'd be like, it's already complete because we've, like you said, it, they kind of closed all of the universes like from the different movies yeah, like in this movie but or it can give him a chance to be like okay now i'm i'm the moved on spider-man with i've closed this and maybe we'll see another love interest in another movie who knows and maybe we can actually see andrew garfield have a you know that spider-man actually work on a relationship like toby Maguire's. you know yeah, like yeah. maybe we can finally see him have love maybe not but you know something like that i can see happening but anyway that was my all-time favorite part of the movie it was yeah. so good my favorite part uh oh man there's so many there, i um, know there was a lot I, I would say like all the all the scenes where they were all together were my favorite parts yeah, but that, that was but, so cool, filmmaking yeah <laughs> and acting yeah um i will i will cheat i will give you my two favorite moments okay um i absolutely loved the first fight between uh, the Green Goblin and Peter Parker. Me too. Uh, Man, like that whole scene where like you you find out that um, the Green Goblin has been letting Norman kind of take control, and that he yeah. And uh, yes, Willem Dafoe is it's just a national treasure. I mean, he's so good. He's, he's so an incredible good. actor. Just yeah, incredible. he's so and good. I'm glad they got rid of that mask because like he just looks like the Green Goblin in his face. No, he's so good. Like. Ah, uh, that's yeah. no. That fight was brutal and violent, and it, everything I wanted to see in yeah. a Tom Holland movie. Like I wanted to see like him suffer and him like get hurt, and like a villain yeah. that really challenges his his morality, totally his moral compass, his moral code. Um, so that fight, uh, even as as sad as it was, the death of of um, the death of uh, Aunt May, okay. which we'll get to in just a second, then we will go on to talk about the cast. Um, yeah. But my second favorite was when Andrew and Toby enter the movie in the portal. Oh yeah, that was so Because, I mean, that was just like a, such a surreal thing. It was. We have never, we, we didn't, we didn't, thank God Sony had the, 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 um, the patience to not show a single frame of film with those two actors in it and they did a good job like this was they did such a good job keeping it under wraps i'm kind of just like oh my gosh i mean and it, the it was a long time ago but there was no actual like video or photos no. there was technically photos out there but like but, nothing that was really like solid like definitely is happening exactly and to see the scene that it plays out just not knowing anything i would <laughs> i was just the, the totally. thing erupted oh yeah totally same and that that's always so fun when it's these huge movies like this and mm -hmm. there's like an energy within the whole theater where everybody's cheering and and clapping because we're all nerds hanging out in the same room nerding out together. yeah yeah and and that, it, i forgot so how epic. it was epic and i forgot how great both toby Maguire and andrew yeah, garfield so are, especially andrew garfield who i think i think now has become like 
He's my favorite. He's been realized. I, I think he's my favorite too, honestly. I was thinking about it the other day. I was just like, my favorite. <laughs> nobody embodies, like just looking at a clip of him in the mask talking, as oh, yeah. nobody has embodied Spider-Man. 100%. Garfield has. He has There's taken a, the character and put a totally different, like a very human, very like actual, just a totally unique Peter Parker. It's it's nothing that we've seen before. Yeah. And I, I, I love that. Yeah, I, I still think that Tom Holland is like, he, he's to me the definitive Peter Parker. Like, yeah, he, he's found I a way, the way I, I see it. Toby Maguire ha, is, is a good Peter Parker, but he's not necessarily a good Spider Man. Andrew Garfield's a good Spider Man, but he's not necessarily an accurate Peter Parker. And Tom Holland's <laughs> a good medium between the both, where, yeah, that you can clearly tell when he's Spider Man and when he's Peter Parker, and he has a good yeah. way of coming on and off. Uh, but I think just I fell in love. I I fell back in love with Andrew Garfield's performance, oh and um, there's this hilarious scene in, in Amazing Spider-Man Two where he's like, he's like got just got like attacked by Electro, and he's like on the ground. He's just like, oh, it's just your organs and your bones, yeah. <laughs> and your brain. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is this is like ripped right out of a comic book strip because that's totally. something he would totally say in the comics. Yes, and no, he would just I get back up and keep fighting. So I, yes. I, just, I thought to myself, like, okay, I think that Andrew Garfield has my vote now. And I, I'm curious to see what I said before because I think we did this last time, like what our favorite Spider-Man was then. And I honestly think I did say Andrew Garfield. Like he has always kind of been like my my favorite because I just love I love how emotional his Spider-Man is too like he's a real kid you know like with all these different emotions and like actual things that you go through and like just he's just makes him quirky but also so relatable like I love it and so that scene that scene where he's like I love you guys (laughs) I love that that was a great improvised moment that he did totally um, oh my gosh yeah. we so obviously good. we obviously can't um say any of this without talking about toby mcguire because obviously he's he's the he, to me like he's he's like michael keaton's batman it's like he may yes. not be everybody's favorite but like you acknowledge that like he she was the Spider-Man. first one and like yes. he's, no. he's like he's like a king among these princes <laughs> absolutely and i think that's like exactly what we saw in this film and it wasn't gimmicky either it was like oh my gosh like and the fact that they commented on like you know the like the webs the web, I love and, that. <laughs> you know it's like yeah because I think as you know we got older we we're like yeah wait that doesn't make sense like that's very- coming out of you yeah. but like they they I think they acknowledge that like wow you're the OG Spider-Man like you have webs that actually come out of you and you like we look up to you like he's obviously has age he's the oldest Spider-Man he's like yeah. he's Spider-Man and that was cool too that they they let you know let that be and let him be like oh my gosh and like that moment with him and Doc Ock and yeah you know, oh my gosh like, so great like oh my that's, god that's like, what I'm talking about with like that moment could have easily been like a oh okay let's do a nostalgia fest but it was like it was so holy crap it was it think about it it's peter parker like what 20 years after that after seeing his mentor die yeah 20 years after seeing him again and for 
for Doc Ock, it's been like, you know, a couple days and he's had this like, he, he's finally become himself again because of the, the inhibitor chip. Right. Uh, from the claws. And so like Peter is getting to see his mentor again as he once was. Yeah, that's and like huge. Doc Ock's getting to see his, his student go on to become this great hero. Totally. Like, so that moment was just so sweet and it didn't overstay its welcome. It was just like, I agree. They, it was perfect. They, they said the, the power of the sun line, which I didn't think was, you know, like, yeah, it was a nostalgic line, but it, it just, it felt natural. I don't know how, how yeah. it was explained, but it just felt very natural the way it was. Yeah. Um, I, agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I guess we, we all know how the story goes down. Um, let's just talk about the end really quick. Let's get into the characters. So, yeah. hey, so Shelby Turner and I had a really great time recording this episode of the Vince Salerno podcast talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Unfortunately, we went a lot longer on this episode than I wanted to. And uh, unfortunately, I had to make the decision to cut this episode into two halves. So this is actually where I'm going to cut it off. But tune in to next week's episode of the Vince Lerno Podcast to hear our continued conversation and review of Spider-Man No Way Home. I want to thank my guest, Shelby Turner, the amazing Shelby Turner. Uh, it's such a joy to have her on the show and talk to her about Spider-Man movies and all sorts of other things. We'll definitely have her back on the show to talk about other stuff, specifically acting, because she's just a phenomenal actress. I hope you guys have a great day. I'll see you next week for part two of the Spider-Man No Way Home Review by me and Shelby Turner. Thanks for listening. God bless and peace out.